and welcome to this episode of Trucking Life of a Trucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I tried to do something different for this intro, make it a little bit more snazzy, as they say. Snazzy. <laughs> Today is April 22nd, 2019. That it is. Huh, I sound so funny. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I got a lot of notes on this one. Wow. Where do I begin? Well, got out early this morning. It, well, it seems to be a usual thing. About 2, 2.30. Ooh, I hear thunder. 30 a.m. And, of course, back back uh, Ohio highways, the old two-laners. Had an, oh, dear, scare moment. Ooh. At least this one, I as again... Saw it from a good distance, was able to kind of just let go of the accelerator. Just let the deer cross. He made it across safely without uh, becoming roadkill. So I didn't uh, didn't get any dinner tonight. No, not that kind of dinner. That would not be a fun dinner to have, but at least the meat would be already be tenderized, right? And also, after that, about just about, a, I would say, less than a mile from... The customer there was this car that just got fucked and how he got that much dirt onto the highway I will never know because the car was in the ditch but somehow the dirt from where the car hit was in the road so I'm guessing he hit it so hard that maybe his tires were spinning in the mud and that's what flinged it out onto the road just yeah he also fucked the power pole, too. Luckily, it just kind of happened, and I was able to get past. The cop kind of flagged me by, so I wasn't stuck there for a very long time like everyone else was after a few minutes after I, um, I got past there and then got pulled in the customer. Where's my pen? Where's my pen? I'm trying something different with my clip-on microphone. I have it clipped to my ring, on my wedding ring on my finger. So I can aim it more towards my mouth to see if the sound quality is a little bit better versus clipping it on my shirt. So it's more facing me. But I'm not sure if I move around too much if it's going to make too much noise. Let me move my finger. Yeah, move my finger. But I'll try not to move it too much. But I need to check off my notes as I go. Okay. So, oh, well, I guess I'll just have to hold you. How about that? Clipping on ideas of pain in the butt is not working. Um, so I got to my customer this morning, and it was point, well, in the computer, it was set for 6 a.m. And I'm going to get into this a little bit later on here in a bit about the times that I've been fighting with. And it turns out I have been recreating that problem. Uh so, yeah, you go figure, right? It was my issue all along. So I get there at about 5.30ish. I'm thinking, all right, I got 30 minutes to spare. I go knock on the door. Nobody's there. Nobody's around. Like I said, it's in the middle of nowhere on Ohio. On some highway. Um, what highway was that? 
274. And I'll get it to us. I found something really cool when I was leaving this customer. It's oh, as an RV geek, it was a neat little find. Something I'll have to go check out in the future. We're about to get hit by a thunderstorm. Can you hear it out there? So, with uh, figuring this out, I look at the bill of lading and it says, oh, well, your time uh, for deliveries, it was from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. So, shoot, I gotta sit around to 7. So, we're around to 7. Finally, go knock on the door, somebody answers. Oh, people next to me, I was like, what the heck is going on? I thought he was yelling at me. He's sitting over there having to smoke. Mr. Truck 629 with your crooked butterfly sticker. <laughs> they were out here walking around like, your butterfly sticker's perfect. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't understand it. But okay. <laughs> but, uh, where was I at? Oh, yeah, I was talking about... Yeah, so the guy answered the door. He says, well, go ahead, get yourself pulled up to the dock and uh, get yourself situated, and then um, when somebody gets in here, we'll get you unloaded. About get that done by 8.30, finally someone knocks, and it was one of those places where I had to go inside and watch them unload it because I, I couldn't be in the truck while they uh, unloaded. I'm guessing that's some type of safety thing just to make sure I don't run off the truck. And this thunderstorm may get ugly. Sweet, I love thunderstorms. I just don't like them when they're really windy. So that already put me behind. I'm thinking in my head for my next customer. Uh, well, it kind of made me behind for the day because I could have already delivered and been at Gary today. But I'm here at Gary, then I'm gonna deliver in the morning. Oh, it's about to get ugly. Oh, man. I'm not rolling. Oh, this window's okay. I had to roll up the other window. Because it's so hot, I want to let the air out, and I don't want to turn on the air conditioning or anything like that. I hope my microphone didn't get wet by putting it out the window. Um, so, about that podcast where I... Um, uploaded uh, last week about the that abandoned place. Turns out it's an abandoned Kmart. I went on to Street View on Google and it showed that it was a Kmart. And kind of like it brought up some discussion in the rail drivers uh, group. Oh man. Sounded pretty rough out there. And we're just going to have to roll. You know, show must go on no matter if the rain's being annoying, right? I like the sound of rain, and it's feeling really good right now. So yeah, turns out that spot that I found was an old Kmart. Some of the people thought it was a different spot um, that truckers go to, but I'm like, no, nobody was here. I had this place all to myself. It's undiscovered. Well, now that I've made a podcast about it, it's, uh, it's public on the internet, so now I've stated where it, where it, what the name of it is, so if somebody wants to go find it, they can now. But yeah, it was an old Kmart. I, it looked like something that was an old department store to me. But yeah, good old Kmart. Who remembers Kmart? You remember Kmart? I got my first bicycle at Kmart when I was, uh, for my, was my 10th birthday? I think it was my 10th. I'm so old I don't remember. <laughs> but I remember it was a big day in my life. Going to Kmart to get my bicycle. 
But yeah. Ooh, that's gonna be a nice piece of thunder, maybe. Oh, it's a truck. Lightnings are flashing out here. Lightnings are flashing. So, I take my, uh, I finally get to the other customer. And it was one that I've been to before. So, what's neat about that is I knew exactly where to go to check in. I knew exactly where to drop my empty. I knew exactly where to get my, uh, my, my load. So smooth, in and out of there within under a half an hour. So, it was really good versus my first time, like an hour and a half, trying to figure everything out. So, I'm definitely making improvement on working with the customer. Ooh, that was a beautiful piece of lightning. Um. Sorry, that was a distraction. That was pretty cool. And lesson learned by going to the same company, going more I'm delivering too, is a place I've already been. So I know exactly how that how that run's gonna go. Um, looks like tomorrow though, after that load, I got a got one I've never had before. Let me see. Picking it up in North Lake, Illinois. Going all the way to, hey, Wisconsin. Uh, Marinette, Mary, Marinette, 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 Wisconsin. Haven't been up there in a while. Been, like I said, last week and a half. I've just been hanging around Ohio and a little bit of Michigan. It'd be nice to see a different state. Well, I mean, I've been there, but yeah, you get what I mean. Like I said, it just seems like the states that I've been is mostly uh, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana. Ohio and a bit of Michigan and one time to uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. So, after picking up my load and getting on down the road, just, you know, realizing that in the computer on this one I put in my own time so that way I know what time I'm going to deliver tomorrow, 4 a.m. Actually, I'm going to be out at 3. I didn't calculate the, the hour difference, but it's okay. Now at least I got a, some buffer there, right? Or that, you know, get an extra hour of sleep and use my buffer that I created to my advantage. We'll find out how that works. So I go to take a break, my 30, because I was just so hungry. I was going to wait until I was about a little bit further down into Indiana to take my break. But my stomach was like, nope, you didn't eat this morning. I'm hungry. Please feed me. I've got a hunger headache. Please, you know, stop. Give me some food. So I went to one of those oases in Ohio. And at this uh, oasis, I thought, oh, it's a Burger King. And man, the lady working this Burger King, it was her and then one guy in the back. And, and I burnt the whole 30 minutes just trying to get my food. Literally, this lady, when she was preparing the order, she just grabbed the fries, put it in the bag, grab the burger, slowly put it into the bag. Fold the bag shut. Step one, step two, step three, over the counter. Order number five, three, six. Your order is ready. Slowly pushing it to the customer. With everyone before me. I swear that she was just deliberately like just had one of those days and she's just like screw it i'm just i'm gonna go up my own speed <laughs> but <clears throat> i got back to the truck and found out that my my fleet manager is breaking up with me yeah 
Um, kind of took me by surprise. Uh, I guess I get a permanent fleet manager. I thought she was my permanent fleet manager. I didn't realize she was like another training fleet manager because I had a training fleet manager when I was on the over the road. So I got another second training fleet manager. So I thought she was going to be my permanent fleet manager. So now I have a permanent fleet manager. Uh, yeah, I couldn't wrap my head around it, but I guess that's what it is. I'm on my third fleet manager now. I guess this one's supposed to be the permanent one. This is the one I get to know. Yeah. So when I got here to Gary, I actually got that she actually works here at the Gary Terminal. So I actually got to meet my new permanent fleet manager. She seems really nice. And then she explained something to me. I was explained to her how I was having trouble keeping on time with what the computer was telling me to go and trying to be on. You know, it seems like it was always an hour behind or the times were really screwy. And she looks at me and says, those, those, are, those are computer generated. Unless it's really stated that it's an appointment, uh, those are computer generated. You can figure out your own time and then put it into that computer and let us know what time you're going to be there. And then if you have to, let us call. If you have a problem, something that's slowing you down, you can change that ETA. I'm like... Huh? That's something new. So, I learned today that all my struggles trying to keep up with the... I've been... I have been trying to keep up with the computer-generated clock. Now do I feel stupid that I had some type of control in there? Here I've been struggling to keep on time with that computer-generated clock. Heck, I, I give myself credit because <laughs> as of recently, I've been doing pretty good at keeping up with it. But now it's like, oh, okay, well, that takes a lot of stress out of me now. <laughs> so, yeah, good to know. That explains why it was kind of screwy. It's like, even this one was like delivery, 1 a.m. in the morning. How is that possible? It's not, because I had to put my input and say, hey, you know, this this, this is the reality when I'm going to be there. And like she said, sometimes the appointments, they're still trying to figure some of the appointments out. So go ahead and put your ETA in there, and then they can work around that for the appointment. Unless it's really, really specific and time-sensitive appointment. Yeah, I was creating, turns out I've been creating more work for myself. How's that, right? <laughs> So yeah, new fleet manager, got a bit of piece of information today I didn't know about, and now I got something I can work and get better at now and relieve a little bit of stress that I've been having over here. Ah, uh, so yeah, that is that. I did the familiar customer and it was on my notes, but further down. So also here in Gary, I did another truck wash. Truck is looking better. Still some guts on there. I'm probably going to have to get out and just scrub it off there. Because after like three major rainstorms driving the truck, two two washes, some of the bigger chunks are just not coming off of there. So I'm probably going to have to get like a, a light sponge. I'll have to find something, you know, I don't want to scrape it or anything. You know, just maybe I think they have brushes in there. I guess maybe I should get off my lazy butt and get out of the truck. They have a pressure washer in there too. Maybe I'll grab the brush, grab the power washer, and actually do it a wash, you know. You know, put some elbow grease into it. We'll try that on the next washing. How's that? We'll see if if third wash is the charm. <laughs> but yeah, it got some more of it off. It's slowly coming off, right? That's all that matters. 
goes. The bird's coming. Better watch it. Okay, there's a truck wash. Oh, this was the last note I put on here. When I was leaving the customer this morning, the one that was in so-called middle of nowhere, Ohio, on that highway, on that two, 270 something. revving your truck. Wow. That's a blue rail truck. Dang, he just driving through here like he owns the fucking place. Yeah, it was on Ohio 274. And if you're an RV geek like I am, this is some place I wonder if they you can do tours of. It was the Airstream Corporate Office and Service Center in Jackson Center, Ohio. Not sure if it's the, the main, main one, but if it is, it was pretty cool because I, I didn't notice it when I was driving there because it was nighttime. But when I was leaving, I'm like, wow, look at all those neat little airstreams out there parked in front of this place. And then the street that went to it that I was crossing in an intersection, the name of the street was Airstream. And then, of course, I noticed a sign, Airstream Corporate Office and Service Center. I'm like, huh. And I looked it up on Google. It's a pretty big facility in there. And now that I know where that's at, it's kind of like, I wonder if I can get a tour through that. Oh, maybe wouldn't it be cool if I could get, like, a delivery there? Yeah. Wait for something like that, you know. Delivery of an RV parts or something. And checks, you know. See one of these manufacturers. And that was just really cool. Um, it's one of those things, yeah. If I had to take a 10 there and it was during the middle of the day, definitely go and check that out. Um, definitely check that out. So yeah, I'm taking my 10 here in Gary, gonna get up early in the morning, gonna run this load over to uh, Chenanoa, or however you say it. Chenanoa, Illinois, get on to my next customer. And I think the next customer, I don't have to, this one's delivered at about four in the morning. But then my next customer, I gotta go 44 miles and North Lake, Illinois, and I gotta be there by seven. And this is a drop hook I've been to before. I should be in another in 30 minutes. So we out of there about 4.30ish. I'll probably be a little bit too early for the next one. Is this next one? That doesn't say. It just says this one just a 7 a.m. appointment one. So this one might be, you know, try to be there at that time. See, 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 at least there's a buffer room before the next one. They notice the appointments. But when they have these ones where it's just ETA, I guess... It's exactly what they are, ETAs, to are computer-generated. Huh. So, yeah, that's going to be my day tomorrow. Um, I noticed in the group someone was talking about how they need to have barbecues at the Gary Terminal, and I was saying, oh, yeah, they could put them out in that forest, you know, next to the pond. And this uh, this guy named Ray, Ray Gibbs, he thinks he's funny in that group. And uh, actually, he's a pretty cool guy. I've met him once. He has a YouTube channel too. Um, he does he does kind of like a live stream and talks, you know, kind of like this, but as a live stream format on a YouTube. He'd probably be really good at this podcasting thing if he did it and if he joined Anchor. Holy cow! I've almost gone twenty minutes, and it's only the first day of the week. I just love making long podcasts, don't I? And talking, just talking. 
But I guess there's dead bodies back there. Um, I did find a car when I was walking back there that day after I recorded that podcast and uploaded. I did find a half-buried car. Um, I didn't find the bodies. Uh, I might have to go out there and later on sometime and find the bodies. Or go out there at night and see if the forest is haunted in any way. But yeah, that should be a fun adventure. Should be a fun adventure. So, yep. So we now we can have a barbecue back there with dead bodies. I always wondered what the height there. You know, all those, uh, all those uh, disappeared students. Now we know where they go, right? Okay, I probably should wrap this up for today. Um, I got some. Oh, that was another thing too. I came here because over the weekend I didn't do my laundry or really do much shopping for supplies for the truck, and then it kind of hit me. If I can come to Gary once a week like I did today, I can go do my laundry. And heck, while it's in the dry cycle, go and do the um, courtesy vehicle and go run to Walmart and get my supplies real quick. Ta-da! Do it during the week so I don't have to waste half a day on my home time doing these kind of chores. Which, yeah, makes sense. You know, why waste your good, perfectly good home time run, you know, getting errands ready just to start the next week? Because with 34 hours, that's really not that much time. And, oh, that was some beautiful lightning. Do we get some thunder with that? Maybe? Uh, oh, that one was a quiet one. Uh, there it is. So there, there's that other lesson learned try to do my laundry when I'm in Gary maybe do my uh, grocery runs do my Walmart run alright well I better wrap this up we're at 22 minutes for today I've got to got to kill it right um, got to put a pin in it because another day tomorrow and I want to get it too late here still got to finish taking my trash over the truck take a pee and then I'm going to sleep baby I'm going to sleep and I'm going to bream a beautiful women all over my cock probably not Probably gonna have nightmares about birds. April twenty third, twenty nineteen. Man, had a interesting day today. I'll just say interesting, because it was interesting. We'll get in that in a bit. <laughs> so everything was good. Got up this morning, and not, not everything was totally wet from the rain last night. Actually, kind of dried up a little bit. Went up, got my coffee, pre-tripped the truck, headed on out. And then I hit the infamous Gary train. And this was no ordinary Gary train. This Gary train was stopped on the tracks with only five cars left to go. So it was almost done when it stopped. So we wait there a good 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Finally, the train starts moving again. And just as it gets across the road and it's ready to open the gates, a train coming from the other direction decides to come. <laughs> and it's just... Are you serious? 
I'm going to wait there for another five minutes. I was like, oh, great. <clears throat> Day is off to a off to a good start with the, the train. Train delay. Good old Gary train. I suppose it happens from, from time to time, especially at night. It's the first time I've left Gary. I've left Gary at that hour before. Yeah, so I don't know. Just the luck of the draw of two trains coming through and one had to stop because it sounded like it was connecting to another car further down where you couldn't see it because you'd hear it bump it and then the weird sounds that it makes. And then go drop off my load. Everything's good. Everything went perfect. At least this time because it was a customer where I went to in the past and they didn't have an empty for me. So... They had an empty this time, so I didn't have to spend two hours hunting for an empty, which was a good thing. So that way I can get down to the next shipper. And this shipper, I met another dry, rail driver there, and he was just uh, not happy with the miles he was getting. He was a national guy, and he was all upset because he's been getting uh, all the like regional stuff, really short loads. He wants some big miles, you know been frustrated about it so he was really frustrated and all hyped up and oh yeah he had a mouthful to say oh my goodness he was not a happy camper and uh so he goes to his dock and he's just yeah doing his thing and he's actually i didn't know if he was headed the same spot there's another real truck here in this truck stop i wonder if that's him that'd be funny if it is but they tell me they give me a call. It's one of those ones where you check in at the guard gate and we'll give you a call. Okay, great. So they give me a call. Go to door 15. Okay, that's just, that's cool. I'll go to door 15. So I go to door 15. And there's a trailer in door 15. One of their own trailers. So I called them back and said, hey... There's already somebody in door 15, man. He's like, oh, well, I'll go get my yard dog. You can go, you can go move it. I'm like, okay, whatever. And so the yard dog comes and he finally, he goes up to me and says to me, you know, in this little Mexican accent, it's not door 15 or however they do it. And I'm like, um, it says 15. He says, no, no, 15 on other side building, other side building. Follow me, follow me. Okay, I'll follow you. And sure enough, on the other side of the building, which is the building that I was on while I was waiting, I noticed that just stopped at dock 14. But dock 15 was hidden at the end of the building and the number was not on the top of the door like the rest. No, this number was hidden at the very bottom of the door. So you couldn't see it for, you know, heck, you couldn't even see the doors because they were further down the building, way far away from door 14. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, it's got a bunch of cluster of trailers in there. I'm having a tough time backing in and trying to dodge trailers. So well, I got it in there. So it's all that counts, right? <laughs> but, yeah, place had two door 15s. You know, the guy on the phone could have said, you know, you could have get door 15 on north side of the building or south side of the building or something like that no 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 ah and then something weird happened to me today it kind of messed me up in my head all day so 
I, I, I normally, every time I'm heading to Wisconsin, there's one scale there, just as you cross into the Wisconsin border on I-94. So, of course, I stop at exit 1 on the Illinois side, go to the TA, go weigh my load. I'm perfectly fine. No problem the weigh station. I'm like, oh, my luck, it'll probably be closed anyways. So I hop back on the interstate, and I see the first sign. It says closed. I'm like, I knew it. I just knew it. Wasted my time scaling, and it's closed. Well, as I'm driving down a little bit further, there is... The next sign, which the next sign is right by the um, the uh, past. It's actually kind of past the exit that says, and I look at it, and it's changing to open. Oh, shit. I'm like, oh, no. And it's at that point where it's too late for me to maneuver because the uh, off-ramp to get to the way station is already, you know, <clears throat> I'm already past that point, you know, so there's no, it's one of those, there's no turning back, you know, um, it's already committed, we're going forward, um, there was one truck behind me and another one passing me on my, on my left, and I'm like, I guess we're gonna go through this together, I don't know, they probably saw the same thing, wow, that's really weird, first sign says closed, and as we're heading towards the, uh, um, past the, uh, cause the first sign's right where the off-ramp to get to the way station is, and by the time the other one changed and we're going by it it's you know it's too late too late too late you know so so i'm sitting there thinking for the you know pretty much the whole trip up here is like man are they gonna send send chase me down you know and be like hey you passed the scale but like hey well if you open just as i'm passing the damn thing so that that kept me kind of freaked out you know it's like i wonder how that how that would work if if, if they really wanted to pursue it and you know and they would have to because it's also the state police station there too at that particular way station so i guess if they really wanted to harass somebody that day they could have you know but just kept on going and because i can't turn around you know can't be maneuvering and jumping through uh the grass to get in there <laughs> People are, why did you do that well the sign changed to open so i tried to get over here oh my goodness so yeah it's kind of it was one of those things you know like when you go through a traffic light you're going through the traffic light and you're getting very you're very very close you're like at that point where the light turns yellow and there's there's no there's no you can't stop you know what i mean it's it's you're going through because if you try to stop you're sliding through the intersection you're not gonna stop in time you know you're gonna just you know hit the brakes you're gonna be you know through the intersection so it's like it's one of those it was one of those kind of things and it's just like I wonder if anybody else out there has ever had that happen to them. Were they, like, oh yeah, this is cool. The way station's closed. Oh wait, what? So it was very, very like disturbing because I was like, oh no, what's gonna happen? Um, made it up here, nothing happened. But you know, it was just like every time I saw a state police on the interstate, I'm like, oh no, they got they got my just truck description. They're gonna get me. I'm serious. I'm like, every time I see the state police, I'm just like freaking out. Is he coming for me? What's he doing back there? Oh no, he's passing me. Okay, he's going by. What's that one on the other side? What's he sitting there? What's he doing in that, in the in the center there? Is he is he gonna come after you know? And there was another one on my. Uh, and it's kind of funny because I, I normally don't see this many state police, but today I must have saw like six of them on the trip up here, and every one of them was like, "What's going on? Is he coming? Is he coming for me? Is, he, is this the one?" Oh my god. <laughs> 
so that was on my mind the whole trip up here, you know. But now I'm thinking about it, it's like, well, they, they would have to have some type of buffer there when they turn the signs on to say open, you know. You know. How many, how, how many, uh, trucks do they let by before they actually start busting? I guess I, it would make sense, especially when we were a group of trucks. There was three of us that, you know, we were kind of almost together in a little group, I guess you would say, when we, when we went past there. So, yeah. <laughs> that was that was my my moment today it was like oh shit you know like i said it's it, it's just like that moment when the light changes on you and you know you know you can't stop but you're going through it and and it, it's one of those quick lights you know it goes from yellow to red like in one second you know so <clears throat> that was my uh, that was my excitement today and yeah it was terrifying it was like what do i do oh no i'm a criminal <laughs> I passed an open way station. <laughs> but, you know, I guess if, 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 like I said, if they were wanted to harass somebody that day or, um, and, you know, I couldn't get over there, what can I do? <laughs> you know, so it's kind of like, you know, speeding past a cop and you, and he just lets you by, you know. I can come up with so many scenarios to this scenario, but it's just, that was, yeah. Didn't mess my day. It just messed with my head. Like I said, every time I saw a state police, maybe that's why I noticed them probably today more than I ever do. Maybe there's just that many out there anyways. And I had my eye open, you know, I was looking for something <laughs> behind me. But there's one black car and I couldn't really see him. And he's back there. He's tailgating as close as he can. All I could do is see a shadow, a little bit of black on the back of his car. I'm trying to make sure when I turn, I'll look over there and try to see if I can get a good glimpse of this guy, see if there's any lights on on top of his car. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Otherwise, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day today. Weather is just awesome. Uh, it was about mostly in the 50s on the drive up into here through Wisconsin. So it's just that right temperature. And right now I'm cooking in the truck because I just rolled up my window because a guy just parked right next to me with his big old Kenworth. Two big old stacks on that bad boy. You know, he's got the truck. When you think truck, that's what you think of. Something like that, like the Peterbelts. You know, they look like trucks. These newer ones, I don't know. It's like newer cars versus older cars. You see what I mean? And I'm cooking in here. I'm cooking. Probably heard him beeping. That's when I, I had to roll up that window. But yeah. Uh, cooking in here. Um, got to the customer with an hour to spare. And it's really cool. They were fast unloading. I was out of there in like no time. And no time. Basically, I left the customer 10 minutes before my appointment was. Now that that's cool, that's how it should be. You get there early. This one I had plenty of uh, good window time too. It was just like it was planned perfectly. But this one I don't think was computer generated because it had appointments in there. So it just, it lined up perfectly. And like I said, I got here with an hour to spare and, and we were, I was in and out of there before the appointment time. And was and as and when I drove here, I noticed this place, it's called Eagle something. Eagle? Trying to see if I see a sign, but it's it's a PB uh, kind of like the truck truck parking area is just a dirt lot is all it is here. I'm kind of parked back by the trees here, and figured I might go back there and 
walk around in the forest. I was going to take you guys with me, but it's a little windy out there. I'll walk around the truck. They had a little restaurant in there. I had some uh, fried, deep fried uh, cheese curds and shrimp. Mmm, good stuff. Although with tip, that was $20. And it really wasn't that big of a portion either. So, here nor there. But good food. Good food for, like I said, could be a little bit more on the portions. Fries were all right. For fries. Now, what is this place called? I wonder if I can look at it. Nope, I closed my... Closed my Google... I can't open it because I have to uh, <clears throat> put my phone into airplane mode. Otherwise, the microphone makes a bunch of weird noises <clears throat> when I record with the phone. It, like, picks up weird signals and stuff. But, yeah, it's something Eagle um, here on US-41, just south just south of Marinette, 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 Wisconsin. <clears throat> Tomorrow, um, got about 600 miles worth of stuff to do. Well, I'm not going to do it all in one day. Um, in the morning, I just run down to the Appleton Terminal and I grab. It looks like a local load. I'm running this thing 41 miles. This is a big load. I'm running it 41 miles <clears throat> to Day Prayer. It's near uh, Green Bay, south of it there. To drop this off, and then I go and grab another load in Green Bay. Then I go ahead and head on to, I think it's Woolen, Woolen again, let's see, uh, pick up a green bean, where's this going, going to, come on, let me see, the screen getting hot and it's been, yeah, Willard, Ohio, here we go, back to Ohio again, back to my favorite state as I seem to be living in. This is a nice break. I got up into Wisconsin for about a day and uh, dodged me a way station today. So I'm going to go so I can open my window here. I'm going to do it now. You're going to hear a truck. I don't care. Oh, air. And we'll catch you tomorrow. Yeah. Um, And uh, I'll try to make sure to go into the way stations from now on. Uh, even if I have to drive over a river. Woo-wee! Today is April 24th, 2019. What a day. And I'm beat. I'm tired. Especially after the day I had. I mean, it wasn't too bad, but yeah. (laughs) Uh, got up at that little um, Eagle Express. That was the name of the uh, the truck stop. Surprisingly, it's been a while since I've seen that, if ever, maybe. The truck stop never filled up during the night. So easy out. Got out of there about uh, 2.30. And it was a little foggy in the start up there in northern uh, Wisconsin. Because... It, it's kind of funny. It's everything's still dead there, dead. And come back here, and things are greening up here in Gary at the moment. So, went to Appleton. Now, if you're going to arrive in Appleton around four to five a.m., that was 
the perfect time to be there because nobody was there there wasn't a bunch of students running around because today was wednesday if i would have been there any later i would have had to deal with all the this new students um playing in the trucks for the wednesday run so that was really really nice to not have to deal with that it was easy in easy out although i had to do something a little bit different with this uh, relay load that i picked up it was secure so i had to go like to this locker in the terminal to get the keys to unlock the trailer put locks on the trailer and then put these locks back into the terminal because you know we got our own locks to lock the trailer because this was this was this was something that that would have been, been worth stealing and yeah and it was kegs kegs of it of of goodness and that's the only hint i'm going to give you on what what all was <laughs> all First time hauling something good. Something that I can appreciate and con pie to. You bitch. <laughs> Long term listeners or viewers. Well, fan, fans of mine would will get that reference. But yeah, easy in and out when I went to the customer. I got there an hour early unloaded so basically i was an hour ahead all day um right now i'm actually kind of caught up on schedule because i lost that hour of course when i went through chicago and i don't know what was with today or what was with people today but chicago was crazy today normally you know i see one or two crazy things but today it was like seemed like one after another i had like you know the normal I'm going to jump in front of you to get off on the exit. And then I had like, yeah, about three of the, of the, um, I'm going to use the shoulder to pass you. And one of them was like right here, where just as I'm getting on the Klein Avenue, I can even see the guy in my mirror. When I first looked, I was already past, you know, the, I guess you would say the, the on-ramp of an exit. It was really weird. On-ramp of an exit. Yeah, that's the best way I can describe it. But anyways, he's way behind me. I'm already past getting, you know, getting ready to merge onto uh, Klein Avenue. And then all of a sudden, I look back over in my uh, mirror, and there he is, just all over there in the shoulder, getting right in front of me. I'm like, my goodness, people today, they were just, they were in a hurry. They they were just cutting people off, doing, I mean, doing crazy things in the lanes. My goodness. Maybe it's just that hour. It was, um... I don't think I've ever gone through Chicago at about 2, 2 p.m. So that was, I don't know, maybe there's a different. Because I've gone through like 3 and 4, and it's usually just really, you know, bumper-to-bumper stopper traffic. And sometimes some idiots do some lane jumping, but that this was just like, people were just insane. Even when I was watching ahead of me, and, and you know, as was what they were doing when they were jumping in lanes and cutting each other off, it was like, holy crap. Was it a full moon last night? <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I've ever seen Chicago that crazy. I'm, I'm probably, you know, what it is, is it's still new. After a while I do this, I'm going to start noticing certain patterns on certain times of the day. And like I said, I, I just don't like Chicago during the day. It, it's the only good time to drive Chicago is about 1 to 2 a.m., you know, early, early morning. Other than that, stay the hell away from here, man. They need to start routing us around this place or something. Ah, but yeah, 
thought I was uh, that. Oh, and then also in Chicago, this one truck behind me. All of a sudden, his his front tires were starting to smoke, and all of a sudden, as I see him pulling over behind me, and I'm like, "Holy cow! I wonder what the hell happened? Did his tire catch fire? Because it was the one of the it was the front um, passenger steer, just smoke coming out of it, just smoking like a son of a bitch." So yeah, that truck was smoking, smoking something. Oh, so safely after today is yeah I can safely say I safely made it back to the terminal, made it back here, and decided all right I'm gonna get some to eat so I got some to eat. Went and uh, took me a shower. Then when I'm in the shower, the fans pointed at the mirror, but I wanted to point it on me, and so I tried to turn it, but it was stuck. So I tried to turn it, and I made the cage of the fan hit the blades of the fan. So all of a sudden here's thump, 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 thump. I thought I broke the dang fan. So I had to take it off the wall. It's just kind of clipped up on the wall. Take it off the wall. Put the whole thing back together. Plug it back in. And away, we, away she went. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, that's it. It's time to end today. So now I came back to the truck. Just need to put my dirties away. And I'm going to go lay down and get some sleep. Going to be out of here... I gotta get out of here as early as possible because I lost an hour through Chicago and now I'm gonna lose an hour for a time uh, different difference differentials <laughs> Wow I am tired I'm, I'm making stuff up now um, but I don't have to be there until 10 a.m. in the morning but the way I've got this figured out mileage wise I should be about 30 minutes ahead, but that 30 minutes is for, you know, probably going to be taken up by a break along the way. So I should be able to arrive pretty much on time, right on the money. So that would make for a good start in the morning. So I'm headed back to my favorite place, Willard, Ohio. The Rock Place. The Rock Place. And it's funny because it's routing me on US 30. It's not taking me across 80. So it's, it's just almost like I'm going by home. Maybe that's where I'll take my 30, huh? Yeah, that would be about the halfway point, too. Call my wife and say, hey, come meet me at the truck stop for about 30 minutes. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. See if I can make that work. But I don't know if I'll be there too early. I mean, you know, I could end up there like at. 5 or 6 a.m. in the morning if I leave here at 3. Well, may I know that extra hour? 4? So it might not be possible. Yeah. But I can throw that idea out there, right? Um, so, yeah, it's like this load and the next load, because now I got my next load already given to me, so I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow after I drop this one off. And it's, it's a repeat load. This is like um, two loads now in a row here where I'm going to be doing the same customer that I've done before in the past. One of them, this Willard one, is going to be my third time there. Which is nice because I know how to get in there, I know how to, you know, how to get into the docks, know how the check-in process works. So that's good. That'll help help the day. I've noticed if I've been to a place before, it definitely helps the flow of things. So it's kind of nice. This week I've actually had quite a bit of uh, repeat work with I think the one that I did this morning, that was completely new, which was kind of silly because it was like 50, 50, not even 50 miles. 
but I'll take it. So tomorrow's also payday too. Time to give the uh, credit card company a little bit more money. I almost have that thing paid off. About 500 more bucks and credit card will be paid off. And let's go find some land and get more debt. Which I put an inquiry on that uh, property and the dang realtors are like vultures on that Zillow. And I even messaged him back and said, hey, I'm over the road truck driver. I can't really be taking your calls when I'm working. Um, that's why I'm sending you emails and messages. Er, well, I guess it doesn't work. I'll have to find another property and see how communication works with them. Okay, well, I'm going to sign off here. Luna and Artemis are in my window watching me. And they're going to watch me sleep tonight. So... Be good out there to each other. <clears throat> and my advice to you to end this day is if you want to avoid Chicago traffic, cross the river. It's that lovely hour at the truck stop. Man, it's just right around this hour what is it about 5 5 12 1700 uh, ish um, I'm lucky to get a spot in here but I did there's plenty when I got in here but the last hour I've been finishing up my paperwork and getting pre-trip ready for tomorrow has been a show man my goodness so entertaining almost saw someone whack somebody's front end and Man, they're fighting over these spots. And, oh. Best time at the end of the day is just make sure you don't park at the end. There's actually this one spot here. Uh, nobody's taken it yet. And it's at the very end. And maybe this guy's going to go for it. Oh, he's going for it. Oh, he found one. He got lucky there. Oh, this is... Oh, yeah, that's that one. that I've watched this one particular one. It's in a tricky spot. Watched three different people go for it. And they given up maybe this one this is it well, anyways what is today april 25th 2019 huh look at that there's an abf truck you know i recently found out that abf stands for anal butt fuckers yeah i did not know that i guess now i know what abf stands for well kind of an eventful and uneventful day. Oh my god, dude. You're gonna whack the fuck out of this dude. Yeah, you better do a pull-up, buddy. Okay, yeah. It's a Metropolitan Trucking Incorporated here. Uh, yeah. And of course, I'm watching this guy, and it's like he's uh, there's another guy out next to me, and he's on the end slot. And he might be a victim here. I don't think he's going to go for it. He's giving up. Is he giving up? Oh, no. He's, he's going to keep trying. He's going for another pull-up here. Okay. Anyways, got my day started in Gary. Got out of there at the brightest hour as I could. As soon as my clock changed over, I got the hell out of there. Took my US-30. Beautiful morning. Traffic was very low. Um, got to my customer on time an hour before. 
according to what the computer told me and what the appointment time was. However, I get there and the guy goes, you're supposed to be here at 8.30. Now, this is the third time I've been to this particular customer. And every time I've gone in there, he's told me I've been late. But I've been an hour early almost every, yeah, every time, all three times. And I'm like, are all the, uh, any of the other rail drivers coming in late? Uh, he says, no, it's every time you come, you're always late. And he says, you, you do this again, you're not going to get a door right away. Okay. So I decided to call my fleet manager and let her, well, she called me, I missed the call, but then I called her back and, yeah. And I kind of explained to her yet what was going on there with that situation. She says, yeah, in the computer, it showed you there at 10. I'm like, I wonder if there's, there's some miscommunication with the customer or this particular guy who was working the, uh, the check-in office is just full, you know, just, just, just fucking with me or something. I don't know. But it's frustrating, you know, here... I tried to be on time every time I go there just to make sure this time I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. But that, you know, third time, I'm like, okay, you know, he's complaining about it. There's either something wrong and miscommunication somewhere, or this is just, this guy's just screwing with me. Or, yeah. So, we'll see if what happens if I ever go there again. And if they keep doing it, maybe I won't go there anymore. But that's a load that is one of the ones that usually leads me to my hometown. Ooh, excuse me. So I got out of Willard this morning, headed down. Oh, and by the way, on my way there, this is the one with that funky turn in the in the rock, and then goes through about ten miles of of town and lights and streets. And for some reason, my I updated my um, Ram McNally GPS last weekend when I was on home time. This time I entered that destination, it had me stick to US 30 and then go up uh, Ohio 4 up into Willard. And then, well, up, up to US 224. But here, it was about, I think it was six and a half miles longer, was the only difference. And the only thing I had to put up with, because US 30 through Ohio is just cakewalk, it's like an interstate in Ohio, that part of it. And taking this four, I only had to deal with one town, one town at 35 miles per hour for about two blocks, and only two stoplights. So yeah, I even took that when I left there, I even, you know, to go down to, where did I go down to from there? Um, Kenton, Kenton, Ohio. I took the same way out because even the the other routing on the other thing, it had me jumping like four or five. I because I, I've done this this particular trip, the exact same one from Willard to Canton before, and it routes you through about ten different like uh, back Ohio uh, highways through a bunch of little towns and stoplights. And, yeah. So I'm starting to learn now that I've been, especially spent almost like two weeks in Ohio mostly. I did a little bit outside this week. I did get out a little bit. But after spending some time there, I'm starting to learn the highways around there and, and starting to play with stuff a little bit more to find better routes than what the uh, co-pilot's giving me. And, yeah. And, of course, on the, the job, um, yeah, I want to call that on the job I'm on now, this one's going to Romeville, Illinois. It's sending me up... Where does it send me up? It wants me to go here. I'm actually in in Fort Wayne right now. I'm at home. 
where I, but I'm not going home because the wife's at work, so I'm just going to camp out on the truck. But it's kind of funny, yeah. I'm home, but I'm not home. This is just how, how it ended up. But this, this is what's interesting, and I'm going to do this right. I already told my fleet manager I'm doing it. And the co-pilot, the way they routed me, wants me to go north on 69 and then jump over to 80, heading to um, Romeville. Okay, well, alrighty. That makes a lot of sense, right? Well, according to this one, this is just a calculation time in these GPSs. You know, they're not accurate, but, you know, they help. It says, um, for co-pilot, it's 4 hours, 9 minutes, 232 miles um, via 69 and 80. Now, my Grand McNally, of course, it's going to take me on US-30, which is no problem. US-30 is okay. Check this out. Um, the time on this one is 3 hours, 55 minutes. So, what? <clears throat> it's 10, 14, 14 minutes quicker. Um, total mileage is 194 miles. Ooh, that's like almost, what? I hate math. We're just going to say about... Yeah, almost 40 miles, yeah. It's almost, well, 20, yeah, I think it's 29. No, no, 39, 39 miles difference. I, you can correct me on my math. I'm bad with math in my head. I'm just blowing out my ass right now. <laughs> and so not only that, so a lot less miles. And what's even funnier is there's no, uh, no, <clears throat> no tolls until I get to, um, was it 294? Yeah, 294. So, not only does taking this route, it's quicker, less mileage, less tolls. And I explained that to my fleet manager. She's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you know, make a lot of sense. Um, so, that's that in a nutshell. It's raining right now here in Fort Rain, Indiana. That's my little nickname for it. Well, it looks like all the spots are filled. Oh, somebody did take... Uh, I'm sitting here talking. Somebody took the edge spot over there, and that other guy, he did get into that slot, so... It's maxed out. Only thing left over is the reserved ones over there. This kind of gives me an idea what time i got to be here tomorrow. Now, tomorrow... Tomorrow's going to be an interesting day. Because... When I drop off this load... Where I'm going... I go... And go about two blocks to another place... And do a live load because this one's a drop and hook so i'm going to pick up an empty and then i'm going to go to another place and i'm going to get live loaded hopefully it goes smoothly because i have about two hours of extra time that of play here with, with with the driving and everything i need to do so two hours of play on the driving so if you count the 14 maybe we're going to say be on the safe side we're going to say i have three hours here to work with just to be on the safe side we're going to work with that. And after that, I take this and I relay it in Gary. Then Gary, I pick up a, a relay that's going to Pennsylvania. So I've got to make it to my, to my custer tomorrow, get dropped and hooked, get live loaded about a block away, get to Gary, basically drop and hook one, this one, and go get another one, my next load, and get all the way back here to Fort Wayne. Now, I am, like I said, 3 hours 55 on the guesstimated. That's about 4 hours to get to the customer. So we're going to say get to the customer. We're going to add another hour for that uh, drop and hook and get to the next customer. So we're going to say 5 hours there. 
So now we got a live load. Hopefully I can burn, you know, we're gonna say I got three hours of the 14. Hopefully they can get me out of there too. So at least one extra hour of the 14. And up to five. Now we got it about an hour back to Gary because it's about 50 miles, so about an hour back to Gary. Okay, so there's six hours. Okay, now we got to drop and hook and hopefully use that last hour of the 14 to uh, drop and hook in Gary, leaving me with about, in theory, five hours. We're going to straight eliminate it. Yeah, six or four. Five, six. Yeah, so we're going to say it gives me about four hours to get home. So that would make it because, like I said, it's about three and a half hour drive. So. It's going to be a tight schedule tomorrow, and so got to stay on the game, stay focused, um, do what I got to do because it'd be interesting because it's kind of funny. This load going to Pennsylvania is the same one that screwed me up because it, it screwed me up going home, and I got stuck in Gary the last time. It's the exact same load in Pennsylvania, exact same one, but last time it was two hours in Chicago traffic that held me up but I was already behind on that one so on the on the one I was delivering on that particular day so I am on time to get to the customer <clears throat> tomorrow I'm on time I'm on schedule to get there I'm gonna the appointments at 8 and according to time in theory I should be there by 7 however I gotta put an extra room there just in case for Know, Chicago traffic, which shouldn't be bad direction I'm going because I'm going, what is it, 294? <clears throat> 294 to I-55. So that's going south. That's going the other way. So it should be okay with traffic. Should be in theory. In theory. I keep saying that. But it's going to be interesting because I don't want to be stuck for a 30 board. And, uh, or maybe I'll just be like, hey, I'm just going to take my tan and just go home. Oh, I didn't plan on that. Ooh, no. But we'll see how time management works tomorrow. One good thing about this, you know, I know how, how drop and hooks work in Gary. I've done that so many times. I've got it down now. I've got my flow, you know, when you come in, to the, come in, get your fuel, get your fuel, in, you know, and an inspection, go grab the paperwork. And I can even drop off my paperwork at the same time so that's done so I don't have to go back in the terminal anymore go you know hopefully I can get lucky and maybe the trailer I'm picking up will have an empty slot right next to it so I can park the trailer I'm dropping and then jump over to the other one you know what I mean try to try to work with that so I can get that and hopefully on my way out hit the scale and everything scales out okay and just book her out of there be out in and out of there let's see if I can do it in 20 minutes think I can do it in 20 minutes we're gonna try that'll be the that'll be the goal Get through Gary and 15 minutes. We're going to see. Yeah. And even the customers tomorrow morning, I've been there. I know their flow. It's just the live load. Fingers crossed it goes fast. Um, so that's the only thing is the live load because it's like how long does this take? It's something I really can't plan for because you never know how long they're going to take. It could go quick. It could not go quick. It's just... Uh, okay. Wow. That was a mouthful. I think that's all I needed to say for today. Just wish me luck tomorrow. Sometimes going through Chicago just drives me fucking nuts, you know? There should be an easier way to do it, you know? It's too bad there isn't a way, you know, you can go across Lake Michigan 
However, the problem is we've already been proven that, you know, rail trucks can't swim. Take me to the river. Drop me in the water. It's mm, a good song. Have you ever heard that song before? I think that's going to be a, a new uh, theme song for our group on Facebook. Put me in the water. Now, I'm gonna, now I can't get that song out of my head. What did I do? What did I do? Today is April 26, 2019. And guess where I'm at? You're never going to guess where I'm at. I'm sitting here at the terminal in Gary watching silver flatbed trucks drive by. <laughs> and that song just keeps popping in my head every time I see one. <laughs> oh, you're probably answering, oh no, another 34. Did that load screw you again? Not entirely. I didn't entirely get totally screwed just like last time. I'll get into that in a bit. Um, left Fort Wayne this morning and man the first about hour and a half of the drive was just rain and then the last half of the drive until I got to 94 was this horrible wind coming from the north I literally had to bunk, take it down to about 45 miles an hour anything more than that and I was just all over the place it just wasn't working so had to take a real slow um, especially because that particular load was really, really light. I mean, uh, not much weight in styrofoam cups, I guess, huh? Um, then I get to my customer. I'm there early. I'm an hour and a half early, actually. I'm doing real good. Thinking, oh, yeah, there's going to be a drop and hook. I'm going to get in and out of here. So I go, and she tells me to go ahead and drop the trailer, come in for my paperwork. I drop my trailer, go in there get my paperwork. She tells me, all right, empties are over there by the fence. Okay, cool. I see two of them over there. Sweet. So I go over there, and those two, two trailers have seals on the back. They have not been emptied yet. They're not empty. So I go back in there and I say, well, those aren't empty. They're actually loaded. She goes, oh, well, I guess you're going to have to pull up to dock seven, and uh, we'll have to live, live unload you. Oh, lovely. As soon as she said that, I'm like, well... There it is. There's my day. That's it. It's gone. So basically, that took up all uh, the three extra. You know, I have three hours. If you look at it on your 14, yeah, 12, 13, yeah, three hours that you can use for like live unloading and whatnot. That doesn't use your drive time if you use it right. But nope, just stayed up all those three hours and then some. So finally, they get out of there. Go to my uh, next uh, customer. Go get loaded. And. This one was in the same thing that was like Romeoville. I call it Romeoville. Romeoville, Illinois. At least it was only like six miles away from where my consignee was to the next shipper. So it was very easy to get to, not a long drive. That was a good thing. Still made it there in time. Still made it for my uh, 945 pickup. Actually got there at about eight. Mm -hmm. Eight. Um, because of all the time I was because the other one was... I was there about 5.30. Yeah, I miscalculated my time that I was going for. And plus my route of taking uh, US 30 versus 
going up 69 over to 80 it was much faster even though I was even slow um, because of the wind it still was a lot faster than what I was supposed to be predicted and the time changed too I went back an hour so I go there I knew I was gonna have to relay this one Gary so I brought it back here of course by the time I get to Gary I have two hours and 40 minutes of my clock well I'm way out of the line to even even do it you know so I was like well screw it I'm not gonna be able to make it so I'm just gonna take my time drop this load because I had to put a secure lock on it I had to go to the secure lock and put like a kingpin lock on it and a lock on the trailer just so the guy can pick it up no kidding a couple minutes after I dropped this thing <laughs> but it was part of the workflow so I did it because I didn't know how long it was gonna be just all of a sudden I get done and look over there the trailer's gone so that was kind of fun and then I took the truck for uh, another wash almost got it all off almost so close I would say I thought the third one would be the charm I guess the fourth one's gonna be the charm it's the way it's gonna be then uh, let's see yeah then I went and made sure I was everything clean clean the truck so that way tomorrow this is the kicker because I ended my day like 1.30 p.m. So this means I can leave, well, in theory, after pre-trip, about midnight. We're just going to say I won't be able to get out of here about midnight. Yeah, I'm out of here at midnight. Um, so that's Saturday morning. And it's only, like I said, about th three and a half hour drive over there. But I lose an hour. So I'll be there about, oh, drop my pen, 4.30 in the morning. And it works out perfectly. I mean, it's it's... If I would have been able to not have that time wasted today, I could have been home. Uh, probably, yeah, I would have been there by now. I would have had just a little bit more home time. I would have had an extra, you know, night with the wife. I could have been drinking cold ones right about now. But there's always tomorrow night. But I'll be there early in the morning, so I'll have all Saturday. I'll probably be one of those ones. Yeah, I don't even know if I'll be able to buy booze yet. <laughs> I'll have to wait. Um, well, at least I can go get my shopping done and all that fun stuff. And get ready for the evening. And then... Do my 34. And after my 34, i got to book it. i got to leave Sunday at like 1500 is like, you know, right on the money. That's how I got this figured out. Get out of there. Get to Pennsylvania. Almost get to my shipper and do that. Um, this is the same one where I have to do a 10 just before I get to the, I mean, the consignee to deliver. I gotta, I get like almost there because they have no parking there. So I can't, I'm not gonna risk it to go get there, get unloaded, but then somebody like, ah, I can't get stuck here. But unlike last time, see, last time I ended the day, it was about five o'clock in the evening. And that was, yeah, I was, if I remember, I was about three hours shy of making it work for being able to take a 10 go home do the trip and then do another 10 but this time i have those three hours to spare so i can get there on time <clears throat> and pull it off this time as a matter of fact i kind of looked at my advantage i said if i can get done by uh my goal was to see it didn't really work out that way was to see have my day ended by noon so that way i could have left at 10 o'clock tonight you know and then i would be there like one in the morning and then just it off but problem is i don't even know how even if i get there around five ish i should be okay for finding a parking spot it's, things should start thinning out in the, the truck stop by then see if most people come in from about five 
5 a.m. 5. Yeah, it should start. There should be available parking. People should start leaving around, you know, because most of them come in about 5. They're going to leave about 3, you know, between 2 and 3 in the morning, like I do when I get there. Because I noticed it seems like every time I get there at about 2 or 3, uh, about 10, 15 minutes later, that's when the, the, the show starts. For truckers trying to fight over spots. But in the morning, it should be a little bit easier. And if I have to, I can just kind of browse around for about an hour and waste some time or whatever. And, you know, wait for a slot to open up. But I did all my paperwork tonight. Got everything ready. I'm sitting here making sure I got all everything good. So when I get, get into town, all I have to do is hopefully find a parking spot right away. I don't know if I'll be able to get an Uber. Mm. Does Uber run that late? I guess I can message my wife. and Yeah, she's not working, so she can come get me. It's just, yeah, she's a new driver and still learning how to drive, so she might not like driving early morning, but I'll try. If, if I can't get an Uber, then I'll bug her, but I'll get my, get an Uber, get home, and yeah, relax the weekend, crack a cold one. Be one of those ones I could start at noon, have a barbecue, because I'll have to go to bed. I, if I really want to pull this off right, it'd be really weird, be a long day is to stay up like till like three or four in the morning and then sleep during you know the early morning sunday so that way i'm all rested up by the time i get back to the truck i have to figure that out yeah because i could actually like stay up late sunday i'll be sleeping most of the morning yeah really weird the way to do it I, my schedule's so screwed up right now i could probably sleep at any time of the day you know but yeah got my uh truck washed Oh, and I ran into uh, uh, Ray, Mr. Ray Gibbs. He's uh, a YouTuber. He does uh, and is part of the Rail Transport Drivers group on Facebook. I think he's a moderator on there. He's friends with my trainer, Tim. And he, I ran, I saw him driving by. Well, I, first I saw the, the group. I was like, oh, I'm Gary for, for a tune-up. And then he drove on by, and then I... Saw where he was parking. I went over there and said hi to him. And sure enough, that boy had himself a flat tire. And I was hoping to run into him while after I took a shower and got something to drink. But he wasn't in there. So, but unfortunately, I got to get this uploaded. My day ended because I got to leave in about six and a half hours. And I want to get some sleep, you know, for my little three-hour drive. That's the plan, my man. That's what we're going to do. Make sure I got all my information for tomorrow. Yep. One thing I really haven't done is look at the router for this next trip, but I can screw with it later. I don't want to mess with it right now. Just don't. Just don't. Do it later. Fuck it. I'll do it live. I'll check in with you tomorrow. We'll do a, do a, a home time drunk check-in again. Yeah, that's what we'll do. And I'll figure out what time I end it so I can get this uploaded and post it up there. And I was thinking about starting a new segment. And picking on people that are in their uh, rail group and kind of ripping on them just for the fun of it. Nah, I wouldn't be that mean. I wouldn't be that mean. 
I mean, I could talk. Sh I could. I, I. I can go ahead and talk shit about Tim. He's no longer with the company, and he was my trainer. So, he's over there make you know filling out fake paperwork and making it look like he has this awesome job. But we all know he's just writing on a piece of paper, and it's nothing special. He's just playing the game. He's playing us, you know. Yeah, that's what he'd be doing. Plus, he goes to the group talking about, um, looking at Ray's legs. Yeah. Don't know what that's all about, but I think there's something going on there. I don't know what yet, though. But we'll check in with you tomorrow. Um, I'm going to go to bed. And I'm probably going to have dreams about uh, trying to see how fast you got to drive a truck to hydroplane across the river. <laughs> Well, 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 today is April 28th, 2019, and I'm back in the truck, got 15 or so minutes left on my uh, 34, getting ready to head on out of here. So the trip home was kind of uneventful, kind of funny, I was uh, doing uh, 55 miles an hour, because it was well, late at night, it's much easier that way to see how different my time was. I arrived exactly the same amount of time as I did before. It was three hours, 20 minutes. Maybe, you know, a couple of extra minutes longer, give or take. Hmm. But, really? Seems like when I was doing 60 and keeping the speed limit, I hit every one of those damn lights. I only hit like two lights on this, on this run. It was very smooth sailing, so. It's kind of like, you win some, you lose some. It's 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 interesting. And then when I went through Plymouth, Indiana, I was going through a construction zone. All of a sudden, I see the red, white, and blue lights flashing and sirens going on behind me. I'm like, oh, no. I mean, I'm going through a construction zone at 45 miles an hour. Supposed to be 50. I don't know what's going on. thinking, oh, fuck. So I, I start to, once I get out of the construction, get a spot to pull over. I pull over, and these two cops, well, they took off flying on next to me, you know. And got out of there and took off. I'm like, oh, you know, but that moment where it's like, oh, no, what the fuck? Uh, we've all had moments like that, you know, where cops behind you and they got their lights on. But they're actually going somewhere, doing something else. And these two uh, were definitely on a mission, so going somewhere else. But it definitely was kind of kind of freaky there for a moment. I'm like, oh, fuck, what the fuck, you know? Nothing happened, you know? It wasn't me. They were they were headed on down the road, further down the road, to go, go to something because there was two cops, so... I'm not sure uh, what they were, what they were after. I may sound different here, because on this home time was spent putting everything onto a new phone. Yep, I finished uh, paying off the credit card from, you know, from the Appleton camping expedition, and I just went into Best Buy to go look at some phones. I was going there just to look. Because my phone was getting old and it's three years old and it's due for an upgrade. It was the OnePlus 3. It's my, this, so this is actually my official third smartphone. So I'm testing it out, the microphone quality on this. Without the um, clip-on microphone, I'm just talking to the phone. Just to see how the audio quality is going to work here. Because it's one less thing to have to deal with. And we'll see how this uh, turns out for this clip. Something a little different. And 
So my home time was spent. I didn't get totally drunk. I did buy a 24-pack of beer. Only drank about 10 of them. <laughs> because I was spending the whole day yesterday moving data from the old phone, getting everything moved over. And what I like about the Samsung one here is Samsung uh, Galaxy 10 Plus. Yeah, it was $1,000. Yeah, I splurged. Treat myself a little bit. Since I mostly use my phone for my entertainment, I don't have a TV in the truck or none of, none of that. My entertainment's all on the phone. And because this one takes an SD card, I went and put a 256 in it. And I put all of my music, every video and movie that I have downloaded on my computer is now on my phone. That blows my mind. And I still have about 60 gigs left on the SD card and still 100 left on the phone. I didn't use any of the phone memory. It's 128 gigabytes. So I got enough space for all of my stuff. Only thing I couldn't put on it, and I'd like to, but um, is all my vlogs and all my YouTube videos. I'd like to put them on my phone, but that was 450 gigs. So once uh, they start coming out with like terabyte SD cards, I'll be able to have every file. I even put all my documents, everything I could, all my pictures, everything. I've never been able to do that on a phone. So everything is like, on there except for my my vlogs I mean it's not a big deal I mean they are on YouTube so if I really want to watch one I can do it that way but it's kind of nice to have this source it just blows my mind to have it's getting to the point now these phones are getting so the capacity of them is so great pretty soon I won't even need a USB hard drive anymore I just use my phone as my uh, USB drive for plugging into my computer and have all my data all of it on my phone just blows my mind blows my mind technology is really jumping out there so <clears throat> I'd, I'd do updates install all my apps of course move all my old pictures and data and of course i got to go through all the pictures on the old phone and i have to sit there and i rename them and put them into folders and <laughs> got to make it look neat on the new phone you know because you know when you take pictures or just um, numbers i think the date's in there somewhere but in those numbers but i had to name them until call it like wife kissing me and beautiful forest and rail trucks you know and put them into folders and of the wife you know and of the trucks and it's like okay yeah i'm being silly and categorize it that way when i move to another phone in the future i just move the sd files and everything's organized and then when i take new pictures on the new phone um try to get in the habit like once a week go through those files so i can go to the file manager rename the files and then move them to the SD card and put them in their proper folders and keep everything neat. So that way it's uh, more organized. I'm weird like that. I don't like file names with um, a bunch of random letters and numbers. Even the stuff I download, I gotta go in there and rename them too. And uh, organize that hentai collection, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm not gonna get into that, but uh, yeah, that's part of being a weeboo. Something we do. The wife actually says, um, I'm allowed to look at the, the hentai because it's not real women. It, 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 yeah, you know, unlike porn, it's it's real. And hentai is, well, the cartoon, she says, yeah, the cartoon stuff's okay. I'm okay with it. All right, cool. So I like it. It's a, a little bit more uh, extreme. Yeah. So does what does your wife, does she let you look at porn? Or she got a guideline saying no real porn, but you could have cartoon porn. I think that's funny. So, I can live with that. I 
come out with that. So that was my uh, my day yesterday. Then I barbecued and, like I said, drank a few beers after I finished getting the phone. So most of my that took hours. Everything organized, installed. I don't have every app I had on the old phone. It's kind of nice you can go through and pick the apps you want. You know, and I can create categories for trucking and categories for audio and video. And yeah, I'm very, very, very uh, OCD when it comes to my phone. Some people are not, you know, I'm sure. They move over and they just have everything in the cloud. I don't prefer to want to waste data that way. But there it is. So now i got to work for a couple weeks and pay off this phone. At least it's paid for. I don't have to deal with the contract or anything like that. So that's the way I like to do it. Get the unlocked phones. If you want my advice, just stay away from those plans. Just get an unlocked phone. If you have a credit card or have the money, just buy it. You know, I'll have this paid off in a couple of weeks. So that's the plan with that. And now I'm, uh, since this was kind of a short run, I got short of 10 hours on the whole thing. I put the, everything ready to go. I'm ready to go here. Five minutes left on my 34 reset here. So I suppose I should probably end this. So that way I can play it and listen to it. I drive and see how the quality is on this uh, new phone. It'd be kind of cool to not have to use the headset. The other one, the quality was kind of lackluster. We'll see. I'll play with it. We'll see how this mic, built-in mic on this uh, Samsung is. I'm going to play it back. So that's uh, that's my week. I think we're at week five of this podcast. Or six. I think it's six. Wow, i got to keep a track of this a little bit better. And I'm going to head on down to Shippersburg, Pennsylvania. And see what adventures await down the road. And it's getting warm. It's hot in this truck. i got to windows rolled down warm weather warm weather's coming and it teases us too it rained all day yesterday by the way yep another saturday i was here and it rained but at least i kept myself busy i want to go camping i'm ready to go camping damn it come on weather be nice to me brother's got a camp okay i think it's time to sign this off and uh we'll talk to you uh next week this has been anthony from Athware, and from this time and every time on folks keep on clicking is Anthony from Amptware signing off. Oh, and um, no voice messages to play this week, but I want to uh, I want some more voice messages here on Anchor. It's doing really good. It's getting a lot of plays. I'm almost up to 200, uh, 200 plays on here or hits or whatever you want to call them. So send me a voice message. I want to hear <clears throat> how um, how you all cross your rivers. Do you go at them from the side? Do you go over the rivers? Do you go through the rivers and through the woods? Let me know how you like to prefer crossing your rivers. Bye.